Hello, hello, and welcome back to another week of Kent and the Steering Team. As always, you are joined by myself, Drew, my good mate, Phil. Unfortunately, Kent can't be here this week. He's actually busy talking to corporate, like a boss. Anyway, on with the show. Mr. Phil, how are you? Uh, I'm quite well, Mr. Drew. I'm doing my thing, kicking on, uh, surviving, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. And yourself? Yeah, not too shabby. It's been a bit of a busy week, I think, but... You know, it's good to get back to our roots, back to our routine. usual, yeah, our routine, our regularly scheduled podcasting. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, boy, do we have a cracker for you today. We do. <laughs> we have a few things up and running. Yes, indeed. We certainly do. Um, of course, Drew, you've had a, a, a busy week. You've had some friends up from Adelaide. You went and saw Fleetwood Mac as well. I did indeed. Um, perhaps some adventuring up the Blue Mountains as well. Yes. Um, and myself, of course, I've, I've been in less exciting news, struggling to sleep, but I've found <laughs> a fantastic sleep podcast, which has been very helpful to me. No, it's not one of those weird <laughs> hippie things. No, this is a cool one. Um, of course, we do also have um, some Disney news for you again, just like last week. We're back again with some Disney news, news but this one's a little bit more entertaining, I think. Yeah. Well, and, and a little less to do with Disney, more to do with the world we live in. Correct. Absolutely. Yes. Anyway, on with the show. On with the show. Um, I'm actually very interested in hearing about your sleep podcast, to be honest. Oh, certainly. Certainly. I think we should kick on. Kick on with that. Okay. Well, sure. Yeah. Can do. Well, uh, it, it's called um, Sleep With Me, which is an interesting name, but it's called <laughs> Sleep With Me. Um, and basically, so I've been struggling with, with sleep since I've returned to Australia. I've been away for four months, so... Uh, uh, with not a huge amount of routine to kick me back into gear. So, yeah, there's been some difficulty kind of fixing that sleeping pattern. You sure it's because you're just getting used to sleeping on your own again? Yes, I've had those thoughts, and I think it is also that again yeah. as well. Um, but nonetheless, it's all resulted in me struggling to sleep. Uh, mm. So um, Sarah actually finally, well, she, she suggested to me that I, I actually go and use or find some sort of sleep app um, to help me sleep. Um, or podcast for me to listen to, and yep. I was expecting and not interested in that idea because uh, well, I was I, I was anticipating it being basically like a whole bunch of ocean sounds, yeah, and relax to my voice, and having it like with that really shitty kind of like massage background music, you know? Yep. Like, oh yeah. Oh. Oh, like just really shitty noise. Anyway. That's what I was expecting. I'm surprised you didn't just turn to putting on Enya. Uh, yeah, look, Enya's fantastic. I do have actually um, a couple of sleep playlists on my phone. Just if, if I'm like really kind of amped up and I just need to go to bed, um, I used to play those um, playlists. But yep, no, I, 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 to be honest, I hadn't tried them. But I knew it wouldn't have helped because I was too awake for it. <laughs> um, so I went looking for the sleep app. I found one called an uh, app podcast called um, Sleep with Me, and. Uh, Look, my, my expectations, as I say, were not in a good place for them. But anyway, it, it turned out to be fantastic because it's worked about two or three nights in a row. Um, the extent of which has been pretty rapid sleep time for me. Um, as in falling asleep really quickly. Yeah. Now the app, uh, the, I keep calling it an app, this podcast. Yeah, run, us, run us through what he actually does to make you magically fall asleep. So he reassures us that there is absolutely no kind of um, requirement to fall asleep by the end of this podcast. It's not, you know, if you don't fall asleep by the end of it, it's perfectly fine. It's a companion app. So that way you have 
someone to kind of listen to if you're feeling lonely or anything like that, or if you are you are just in the need to have someone talking to you or, or something, but, but get cozy, relax, settle in. And what he does is he, he, for as long as I've been able to stay awake for, he <laughs> explains how the show works. He says that at the top of the show, there's an introdu- introduction. Yep. Then it gets to um, kind of the business part. They'll talk about their merchandise, um, talk about their sponsors, how to you know be a patron of the show, that kind of thing. You know, how to be a patron of the show, that kind of thing. And, and do they have a Patreon? They do have a Patreon. I see. So they run through it. They run through it that way. Why don't we have a Patreon? Because there's no reason for us to have one. We, no one would pay anything. We could make exclusive content. We struggle to make our own content. This content. <laughs> We're recording this on Thursday. The episode's meant to be out on Thursday. It will be out on Thursday. So you're it will getting, be out today. You're but getting it fresh. It's yeah. What we see? want. Well, true. This is what we want to deliver. Yeah. True. 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 Very true. Drew, true. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so he 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 explains that you know when he gets to the introduction of the show, there will be a lot of rambling and kind of incoherent rants. Well, not rants, but kind of he'll get off topic very easily and very much like what we do. I'm surprised we're not a sleep app. Yeah, I wonder we're about that sleep sometimes. podcast. I know that we do put several people to sleep, which is good. I mean, yeah, we help. Um, we do our bit. Yeah, we do our bit. Uh, yeah, look, we, we, we do our bit for, for putting people to sleep, but this guy's podcast is specifically about that. And yeah, so he basically explains that he'll go on a rant and or, or a tangent, then another tangent, hmm. then a loop, and then he'll bring it back to where he's supposed to be. And once he's explained all of that, which sounds a bit like an introduction, then he goes, okay, and now to the introduction. And then he starts, and he just, he's got a very, he's very calm about what he says. He doesn't have a soothing voice. It's just a calm voice, and and he's talking absolute nonsense, which, which is perfect because as long as you can get yourself to be in a place where you're purely thinking about what he's saying and realizing just how little distance is being covered by what he says, again like us, uh, it puts you to sleep because it's not boring. It's just not in, not interesting. It just doesn't go anywhere. It just doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and so I've fallen asleep every time I've listened to it, which has been superb because I've needed it. And I, again, I, I've I've been fearful that, you know, when I listen to it, I'm just going to stay up and listen to it and just be listening to absolute nonsense for ages and just be sounds so, about right. Yeah, I've just I get concerned by the fact that I'm listening to this. I'm like, what's gonna? How long can I just? tune into this for again like what most listeners think of when they listen to us exactly <laughs> but but i've been fortunate in that both times i think within about 10 15 minutes i've been lights out that's probably the quickest i've ever fallen asleep i don't think i can ever recall climbing into bed and just falling asleep straight away like i do when i listen to that podcast it's that's hilarious. fantastic though i think it i think it's it's terrific um uh, results. I wonder how he worked out that he could do it. I would love to have more information on it. I don't have any more information on it. I don't know if you. I hope you weren't expecting me to have more information on it, other than it, this I is know what it is, and this is why it's working for you. Yeah, and 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 I can only suggest that everyone, if you do struggle to sleep, and you don't want to listen to us to put you to sleep, because we do do a very good job of that. Apparently, again, we, we, we do we've been listen. told. We've been told again. We do the, the same sort of things that this guy does. Um, <laughs> I suggest that you can um, go and listen to Sleep with Me. Sleep with me on. Uh, you'll find it on any kind of podcast directory. I know it's on the Apple Podcast directory. I don't know if it. I mean, it should be on all the other ones. Otherwise, 
just um, Google search Sleep With Me podcast, yeah. as far as I know. Uh, yeah, so I, I can only say that it's been wonderful. I can say, though, that he, he always says that there's a story, that there will be a story. Yeah. I, again, I've never gotten to it. He always just says, yeah, we'll get to the story eventually. <laughs> yep. I, the other night, I did wake up, though, and the podcast was still going. Oh, my God. And it turns out that there is a story. He was saying some sort of thing with a story, and then I fell asleep again. Or whether he was talking about the story, but just on a tangent, I don't know. That sounds about but, right. Yeah, so apparently there's a story. Oh, yeah, good to know. Yeah, that's that's me. That's that's been what's happening in my week. Other than that, had a rather slow week myself compared to you. Compared to me, I don't know what you mean. No, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> it's okay. I'm not going to make you go through that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have had a couple of dear friends come up from Adelaide this week. What's the nickname for Adelaide that we're allowed to say that I'm not allowed to say? What's one I'm not allowed to say? You're not allowed to call it the R word. The rad followed by the yeah, name of the place. It's just not. Because <laughs> it's Badelade, it's Sadelade, it makes me Madelade. Can we get some lemonade? Okay, that's not okay. Okay. No, look, Adelaide is Adelaide. Um, my personal has, up and down feeling about it aside. It has a fantastic race track or race event there. The Clipsal or, or yeah. what is, whatever it's called now. Adelaide 500. It's just Adelaide 500, yeah. Oh, Adelaide's got some fantastic qualities to it, but my personal favourite quality of it are the people down there, the people that I'm close to. Oh. I have some very dear friends down there, and a couple of them came up for a few days this week to have a bit of a holiday, to hang out, and to go see Fleetwood Mac. Wow. Wow, indeed. I wish you had come. Yeah, cost. I didn't know if I was going to be back in the country either. No, I, I, know, I know. I know. But... It's all right. I took enough videos to cover it. Yes, indeed. And what a show it was. What a show. What a show. This tour was their 50th anniversary tour. That's staggering, though. It it just melts my mind every time I think about it. They were only in Australia about three, four years ago? Uh, 2015. So, yeah. Yeah, about four years ago, they toured out here. I wish that I'd had the foresight then to go, okay, I should go see them at that point because it would have been the original rumors lineup, which would have been fantastic to see. Mm -hmm. And I've looked at the set list for that show and they did some incredible songs that they didn't do this time around. Some of my favorites even, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't detract from the other night. Tuesday night's show was nothing short of spectacular and to see them 50 years on be able to equip themselves the way they do, to have such precision, such control over their instruments, their voices, and over the crowd. Mm. It was just staggering. Stevie Nicks absolutely had the crowd in the palm of her hand for the entire show. And see, this is good for me, listeners, because I've also kind of held off listening to or letting Drew tell me all about the show, specifically so that I could hear it the first time with all of you as well. So I'm, I'm in. Yeah, you've this. been looking forward to all yeah, yeah, of this. Yeah, I've been, I've been, <laughs> I've, 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 been I've been dropping little bits and pieces <laughs> here and there. It's true. Because I was, of course, you know, chatting about it with my friends after the show and we'd gotten very excited about it afterwards and discussed it a little, but mm. we'd mostly held off talking about it around you. Mm. Exactly right. But look, it was, it was an absolute treat. I didn't, Personally, I didn't feel like Lindsay Buckingham being gone made a 
whole heap of difference to it. Really, didn't you don't think that there was kind of a presence missing on stage, or mm. that there was an interaction between them all that was missing, or not? Not that you can compare quite, it to anything not specifically, but well, it's very hard to compare at all because in Lindsay's absence, they've replaced him with two people. They've replaced him with guitarist Mike Campbell of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, and mm. with. We say our very own, he is a Kiwi, but we adopt him as one of our own. Um, Split Ends and Crowded House frontman Neil Finn. Yeah, well, we'll claim him as an honorary Australian. Yeah, well, well, he is. And it was quite a treat to get to see Mm. him performing with them, to see him be part of the group with them. And when they brought these two into the band, it wasn't just for a tour. It was they are now part of Fleetwood Mac they are now permanent members of the band. They are family. And it was so exciting to see this new dynamic, this mm-hmm. this refreshed version of Fleetwood Mac. Did it did it give kind of a um did it make a difference? Do you think that I mean I know you haven't seen them perform live before, I think, so therefore I think you they don't felt have... rejuvenated. That yeah, was, do you that think was it the effect I got. Kind of a, Okay. Yeah. I, I think it did. I think it did do wonders for them. I think it made it made a difference to them, it gave them energy. Mm-hmm. And the purpose of the 50th anniversary tour was very much to show the band across the five decades. Sure. So an absolute, one of the greatest treats of it for me was getting to hear some of the songs from the Peter Green era, which was the first yep. several years of the band, like, like the first decade mm-hmm. before Christine McVie joined them, before Stevie and Lindsay joined them. To hear proper original those, sort of stuff, yeah. When when they were that, that kind of that bluegrass mm-hmm. sort of band before they really hit their pop rock stride, right? And it was so cool to see them just rocking out like that, and then of course to play all their classics, to even even the fact that you know they had Neil Finn on stage, so of course they're going to run with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we were treated to a couple of split end songs. We were treated to, after an incredible introduction from Mick Fleetwood, Neil Finn came out on his own with a guitar and started playing Don't Dream It's Over. That's fantastic. On, on, on his own? On his own, only to find about halfway through, Stevie came out and started singing it with him. Oh, fantastic. Wait, you can't think of this. It just it just happens and you're like, what? And they let it happen. I love that that they integrated kind of, again, as you say, new Fleetwood Mac, they kind of integrated new with old. They did. And it just worked on every level. I'm still stunned. I still can't believe that I went to that show. And the more I look back on it, the more I think it just feels like a dream being able to see them. Uh, set list. Can I ask about set list? You can ask about the set list. I'm actually going to bring it up because the set list was spectacular. As you type that in now. She's typing that in now. Drew was very much looking forward to this for a long time. Yeah. Um, yes, I know. I'm sorry I talked about it. No, no, no. For no, so no, no, long. no. Absolutely. Um, I'm aware of how bad uh, actually, I was. Before, and before you get to the set list, what was the drama with Lindsay Wahingham? Why did that kind of... Why did that happen? Mm. Um... Look, I'll, the see if, I'll see if they've got a truncated version of the reasoning written down here. Um, Reading to see I'm, if I'm looking for it. 
because I don't know. I, I mean, I do. Rem I remember it happening, and I remember it kind of being a controversy, and everyone being like, "Oh my god!" And just it, almost how quickly Fleetwood Mac kind of just got on with it. They found a replacement and got on with it. So April two thousand and eighteen. Uh, it was announced that Lindsay had been dismissed from the group. The reason was said to have been a disagreement about the nature of their upcoming tour, and in particular the question of whether newer, newer or lesser well-known material would be included as Buckingham wanted. Mick Fleetwood and the band appeared on CBS this morning on 25th of April 2018 and said that Buckingham would not sign off on a tour that the group had been planning for a year and a half and they had reached a huge impasse and hit a brick wall. When asked if Buckingham had been fired, Mick Fleetwood said, well, we don't use that word because I think it's ugly. He also said that Lindsay has huge amounts of respect and kudos to what he's done within the ranks of Fleetwood Mac and always will. However, in October, Buckingham filed a lawsuit against them for breach of fiduciary duty, breach of oral contract, and intentional interference with prospective economic advantage, among other charges. And do we know what's happening with that lawsuit? I don't know. <laughs> I have no, no idea. But they're getting on with business as usual? They are. Well, I mean, if you think about it, the band's had so many kind of clashes and run-ins and kind of... And it's not the first time he's left the group. They, they've they all left they, it at one point I, or I've another. never seen a more, you know, incoherent... Not incoherent, but just... A less cohesive um, Yeah, thing. yeah. <laughs> They don't fit together, yet they all just, they've made it work this far. I know. You know kind of good on them for, for, for pressing on and doing what they do. But yeah, you know, they, they're Look, still, they're still, again, I mean, with, despite all the dramas and all the people dating and being together and then breaking up and yeah. not wanting to see each other's face and just hating each other and liking each other and, you know, friends and then not friends, they're still making it work for the most part. And it's all fantastic. And I guess yeah. you and the audience had... No idea that anything kind of was untoward, I guess. No, look, the thing that I found about them on stage, the people that I saw on stage, that band, mm -hmm. were very genuine people, very warm people, and very inclusive of their audience. They loved their audience. They were so grateful to be there and to be there for us, and they made it known to us both in the words they spoke and in the way they performed and the way they included the crowd. And that's not something you get from every band. I know certainly you and I tend to mm -hmm. luck in when we go to shows, mm -hmm. um, especially things like Coldplay well, springs to mind. Yeah, they're they're cool. very inclusive. Yeah, I, I think Coldplay are, are fantastic for that. Yeah. You know, they, they, they just, yeah, they make you feel incredibly welcome. Yeah. And like it is, I, I think Chris Martin's even said that it's all about making someone, if that's the first time they're seeing a band live or if this is the first time seeing them live, yeah. you need to make them feel like, you know they're getting their money's worth and it's absolutely worth them being there and seeing them and, and to exactly. thank them for coming um you've got the set list i've got the set list i look i think this is pretty much the same set list that we had i know there's one or two that may be a bit different but the general set list is that it opened with the chain yes yes my favorite yes that yes. guitar riff is fantastic Fantastic. That bass line. Oh, I've been trying to teach myself that for a few weeks good move. now. I've, Don't blame I've, you. I've been for a while, but I've picked up the bass again the last week. How's your finger? Oh, yeah. I'm starting to get calloused fingers. It's fantastic. Get a pick. I have a pick, but I'm still getting calloused fingers. Anyway, The Chain, Little Lies, Dreams, Secondhand News, 
Say You Love Me, Black Magic Woman, Everywhere, Rhiannon, Tell Me All The Things You Do, World Turning, Gypsy, Oh Well, Don't Dream It's Over, Landslide, Hold Me, Monday Morning, You Make Loving Fun, Gold Dust Woman, Go Your Own Way. And then they came back out for an encore and for... My show, they did Free Fallen as a bit of a tribute to Tom Petty. Yeah. And they closed out our show with Don't Stop. Lovely. Yeah. How was Everywhere? Uh, Everywhere was interesting because I was very much looking forward to hearing Christine McVie singing that live. The only thing is she she is very quiet. Yeah. But they didn't adjust her audio to, to suit it. And the crowd... Love the song, of course. Is everyone singing along? Everyone drowned her out. The I, whole crowd drowned her out. What's your opinion on everyone singing along? I know that you love sing along, singing along in the car, and I know that you probably sung along plenty while you were there. Oh, I did. But uh, my opinion on singing along is that people should be aware of how they do it. If you're going to sing along in the crowd, you sing along quietly when you know it's one where you should just sing along quietly. If the band encourages you to sing yeah. along loud, you sing along loud. In the case of everywhere, I think people should have shut up. Had a bit of a understanding bit. for the fact that either either the part where she's quiet or had some understanding for the fact that clearly the audio techs were not putting her volume up when they should have. Yep. But look, she still she still gave it her all. Like she still belted it where she needed to belt it, and at sixty seven years old. Good She's doing pretty damn well with it. Yeah, I, I, I think that's the other and thing that we need to we need to draw on as well. I, I think maybe my my hearing might have been a bit funny with it because I, I did film a little portion of it and I can hear her pretty clearly on the recording I've got. Yeah. So Yeah, you did play uh, that you did play that and I did hear that. Yeah. Um I don't know. I I, uh, I think that, that the fact that they are sixties and seventies, late sixties and, and mid to early seventies. Yeah. Is fantastic that they're still going out and doing this. Um, mm. The fact that they've been able to keep up this lifestyle—I say lifestyle—I mean more. Look, touring and performing at such a high level it's would demanding. surely take a lot out of you, just because they're maybe not working every single day, you know, and have had oh, yeah. kind of a more relaxed lifestyle than a lot of us have had. They've also had very high stress moments, and also, you know, they've had to push themselves. To do things, also had to work with people that they may not have wanted to work with for a very long oh, time. Oh, of course. Well, look, Rumours is one of one of the greatest albums of all time, but that is the album that broke them all apart. Which is just bizarre. That was bizarre. the album in, in which Stevie and Lindsay separated, uh, Mick and his partner separated, and John and Christine divorced. They all broke apart during the making of that album. And I find it interesting how so much pain and chaos could birth one of the greatest albums of all time. Well, and also that so many bands split up for so many different reasons. Um, yeah. You know, some that are absolutely, you know, no drama whatsoever. They just decide to part ways because it's time to do something else, which is perfectly fine. People change jobs or mm. change career paths or, or do things differently all the time. That's no problem. But, you know, sometimes they're totally diabolic and just chaotic reasons and just absolute meltdowns reasons why bands break up um and we we haven't this hasn't happened here they haven't 
not only have they all been committed to doing their own, uh, doing what they do, kind of, you know, sure they've done some things on their own, but otherwise come together and, and done it this way in a group. Exactly. They've they've kept going. They've just nothing has stopped them, which is superb. No, and I I think they've all got such a strong work ethic that that's what helps carry them forward. It's crazy that um you know in, in the time or the era where they kind of came from. Mm. you know which was so pro- prolific with kind of drug and alcohol abuse especially oh of course in- and and in their case cocaine was one of the biggest culprits certainly i watched mm. uh, we watched mm. that interview with stevie the other day didn't we yeah and she talked about how she's got a hole in her nose mm. from the cocaine use and she'd had doctors offer to repair it for her and she went, no, I'm, I'm owning it. Like mm. I made that mistake and it's altered my voice, but the surgery could alter it even further. And I don't want that. No, exactly. I mean, she still performs fantastically anyway. But, oh, she does. But yeah, like, I mean, it, it's just fantastic that they've all kind of come out the other side and they're all yeah, so strong mm. with what they do. I think that's fantastic. And, and again, they, here they are, they're performing their, they perform their 50th anniversary tour. Like, how superb is that? That's fantastic. You got to see them. You've been a big fan of them theirs for a long time, and you've got to see Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac perform. It felt so special, and more than... Like, there, there were so many things that felt great. Like, seeing The Chain perform live, that's something yeah, that was... Just that was high on my list. The bonus, the biggest bonus for me was seeing Neil Finn live again and being able to see him perform Don't Dream It's Over Mm -hmm. again. I went to the 20th anniversary of Crowded House's Farewell show on the Opera House steps. That's right. And that was a phenomenal experience. And I, I felt so lucky then to have been able to go, hey, I saw... Crowded house. I saw Neil Finn mm-hmm. playing "Don't Dream It's Over." I, I thought that was a once in a lifetime mm-hmm. moment. I never thought I'd see that happen again. And you did. And then getting to see it done in a different way, and getting to see Stevie Nicks singing mm-hmm. it with him, like, never would have pegged that one. And crazy, like it is so cool. It is, and it just gets me excited for whatever's lying around the corner, whatever's going to be happening next. Mm. But getting to see them was just. That was something that I couldn't believe. And, you know, they started, they they ended the show with Don't Stop. And all of a sudden I just flashed back to high school, Mm. being in the choir, singing the song. And just went like, that was the first time I really kind of pegged who Fleetwood Mac were. And I went, oh. And then to just flash back to now and go, wow, what a long way. Yeah. Just phenomenal. And... You know, I, I got to take my dad, which was a very special thing. I like being able to take dad to concerts yeah. and we went to Crowded House together and now Fleetwood Mac and in a couple of months we'll be going to see Elton. You could, you're having a, a, a good, well, with your, with your dad, I mean, you're seeing some humdingers. Yeah. And we're Elton's, having an absolute blast with it. It's Elton's farewell tour so that way he can get back to his living with his family, even though he's going away on touring for about four years he's doing a three-year tour of over 300 shows and it's his farewell tour he will continue to make music but he won't tour anymore because he's at a later point in his life and he wants to be a stay-at-home dad and he wants to be there for his kids through their school lives 
Yeah, I was going to say. Which is quite admirable, really. I was going to say, by the time he gets back to them, they're going to be pushing. (laughs) Well, he timed it based on where they were at now, knowing that he'd be there for a significant chunk of it by the time he got back. That's lovely that he's doing that. So it's a really cool thing. And I'm, I'm very much looking forward to seeing Elton again. That, that was another, a few years ago, I went to see Ed Sheeran. The first time I went to see Ed Mm -hmm. Sheeran and he brought Elton on stage. So Elton was there. The fact that Elton was there. Yeah. I, did you know that was happening? No, no one did. So suddenly Elton, we were all in shock when Ed went, Oh, I just want to bring, got a friend here who wants to come play a song with me. And, Brought Elton John on stage. And suddenly Elton John was there in that arena or that stadium with in you. In Allianz. With you. Which there. I drove past today and discovered was no longer there. Yeah, it's completely gone. That was weird to look at. I'm sure, that's a strange thing to look it's at. It's so weird. I, oh, it's just really, really weird. Have you gone past yet? No, I need to do that soon. Oh, I went past twice and it weirded me out both times. I was wigging out. What? No, no. There's meant to be a wall of building here. But nothing. What are you doing? So, yeah. So, Elton John was up on stage in the same arena as you. And it's going to happen again. In December. In at December. the ICC. I am excited. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's a good year for music. It is a good year for music. But, yeah. Fleetwood Mac. That's but fantastic. Yeah, Fleetwood that you- Mac. That you've seen them. You've now seen them. You can tick that off your bucket list. I can indeed. That's That was a big one on the bucket list and that's now ticked. I wonder what's going to happen with Lindsay Buckingham. Well, he I mean, and... they're getting old. They're well, getting old now. So he and gonna... Christine released an album right before he got flicked. Uh, you know, like, they're getting on. <laughs> I, is it at the stage where it's kind of, now this is, this is, this is it? I don't know. They've talked about, now with their new lineup, they've talked about recording a new album. Oh, can you just... I, I think they should. When was the last album? 2003. Okay, so we're a long I, way into... We are, but I believe the time that... it'll come out, it'll be like 2023 or so, if that's what if they get serious Poss- with doing possibly. it. Possibly, it could be sooner, but I believe that they'd have one good album left. Like, one album left, but I think it would be a cracker, because I don't think they could ever be truly satisfied with the previous album, as good as it is. And I really mm. like the last album that came out. I don't think that's the one you call it a day on. What did we have on the pre... I'm uh, kind of pushing... The last album had Bleed to Love Her on it, which was quite quite a good song. Yeah. Um, It had a couple of other really nice ones. But it didn't really have our hits. It wasn't like Tango in the Night or Rumours or anything like that. Sure. It didn't have... or, Or even Tusk or, you know, it wasn't quite like that. But... I personally, I think they've got at least one, one good one left. So sure. we never know. And can you imagine the hybrid album of Crowded House and Fleetwood Mac? Just the just the sounds. Fleetwood, if they were writing together, Fleetwood House, Crowded Mac. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fleetwood House, Crowded Mac. Imagine that. That's the name of the oh. album. That would be cool. Anyway. I'd like that. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But congratulations. You got to see them. You got Thank to do you. that. You, you, you were talking about it for a long time. You were very excited for it. I'm, and you, I was, you were fearful of the tickets arriving or not. But oh, managed to get that sorted 10 minutes before the show started. <laughs> yeah, you got your tickets at the arena. Got the tickets at the arena, legged it in, made it in time. Sat down, got a good view, and yeah, you were oh, there. Oh, it was fantastic. But yeah, no, what a night. And you know, for my friends, they had a wonderful time as well. They, they were quite fortunate. Mm -hmm. They had bought nosebleed seats 
And as they were walking into the, into the arena and getting directed to their seats, the official at the arena looked over the tickets and went, oh, is it just the two of you? And they, they went, yeah. They went, oh, would you like it? Like, we'll swap your seats out. We'll move you up to the front. And they, they, they were questioning whether you, it was you, even real you at first. believe that that's bullshit and the guy's just yeah. some stranger who's just like... They, yeah, but they stopped. They looked and they're like, no, no, he's in a real uniform. This is a real offer. And they got moved from their nosebleed seats down to the 12th row from the front. Four <laughs> seat tickets. How phenomenal would that have been? Like, oh, my God. You know, I, I think that's wonderful. Like, they travelled interstate, came for the show, and then to get blessed like that with such a fantastic opportunity. I think that's, that's amazing. I was over the moon for them. They, they rang me like, hey, we're not going to see you before the show. Like, we figured you went to your seat. We're doing the same. I went, yeah, yeah, cool. Just so you know, this happened. How like, what? I mean, Where you, are you? you had good seats as it is. And the oh, fact that yeah. they got moved forward is just amazing. I was thrilled for them for that. I, I, I just, I immediately stood up because I was at the front of my bay. I mm. stood up like, right, where are they? Tr- trying to spot them getting down. I couldn't see them for the whole show. I'm sure I've got them somewhere captured in a photo, but... They're down there. They're down there. Fantastic. Fantastic. Indeed. Oh, Fleetwood Mac. Um, moving this... Yes. M- moving right along. Any- anyway, yeah. Yeah, on with the show. <laughs> anyway, on with the show. In a slightly different different uh, direction, more on a... It's a somewhat more comical kind of... Uh, Very interesting, take. though. Again, this is, this is referring to Disney. We spoke about Disney at great lengths last week in regards to D23 and Disney Plus coming about. Yeah. This one's a bit different. This re- uh, refers more to their theme parks. And the fact that they have that... What's the Star Wars land called? Galactic. Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's Edge, right. Okay. Yep. Well, then, anyway, they, this is in regards to that. Within there, this now... now um, Obviously, it's just in the US. It's uh, was just yes. at the Florida park at Anaheim. But now it's now um, also in LA. It's at both theme parks now, thankfully. Yeah. US-based ones, anyway. Um, they have uh, quite interesting memorabilia. Um, some of which includes um, little motorized kind of mechanical um, droids and stuff. Like yeah, that. You, you can, can buy, buy a droid, yeah. yeah. You can buy a droid. You can buy things like just T-shirts and general memorabilia and masks and mm-hmm. build your own um, uh, lightsaber kits and stuff like that. Yep, yep. Uh, look, it's a very expensive um, trip there, so anything that you can take you want you want to do. Uh, apparently, people are ripping things out of the ground. Anything that moves, basically, just to try and yeah, take Yeah, people things. have been stealing the display. Props and stuff. And I don't props. blame them. Again, yeah. it is expensive. The hotel's like a thousand, $1,100 $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, and about $95 a night. Yeah. That's US, I think. Unless it's in Australia. I don't know. It's very expensive to stay there, basically. I do get... I, I, I get the appeal of it, though. The idea that you could walk through the world of Star Wars, that's just... Look, it's very cool. It's just very expensive. You know, it's a one-off kind of thing. It's about $120 for a general park ticket, but then you have to get different tickets for different areas and stuff. It's expensive. The point is people are stealing things because they want a a piece of the park. They want a take-home piece of memorabilia. It'll be a few years before we go. For sure. And and the other memorabilia there is very expensive. Mm. That being said, though, there is a somewhat affordable piece of memorabilia you can get from the park. Indeed, there is. And that is a series of water bottles or beverage bottles that they sell. 
um, some which are just you know, more in the shape of regular bottles, but yeah, the water. Of different materials. Yeah. Yes, the water water bottle. Yeah. Um, but then also with Coca Cola, they have um, this other, this other range of products: Coca Cola, Diet Coke, and Sprite. Right. Is it Diet Coke or is it Coke No Sugar? Oh, it's dark. Oh, whatever it is, it's one of those. Because it has the grey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I just thought it was all black on it. But anyway. Yeah. So that's what you can get. You can get these things. Now, these things aren't bottle-shaped. No. What are they shaped like, Drew? A thermal detonator. Yes, otherwise known as a grenade, a hand grenade. Um, these bottles are smaller than your usual bottles. So they're about $5. So if you think about it, you're basically paying for the product what's inside it, you're not getting much of... Like going to the cinema, really. Exactly. It's about the same kind of cost, cent per litre kind of thing. Yep. Or per milliliter. Yep. Uh, basically. So these things aren't very big. Yep. They are hand-sized. They're about the size of a hand grenade. They look like hand grenades, or as Disney calls them, thermal detonators. Well, that's what they're called in the movie. So there you go. That's yeah. why they're called thermal detonators. Uh, the issue is people buying these as some sort of take-home memorabilia. Yes. As you would. Yes. Now, often people that go to Disneyland or Disney World don't necessarily live where it is. They're normally traveling from interstate or from abroad. Yes. So if you're coming from Australia, you're going there. Because, of course, these Star Wars themed parks are not in, um, what, is there a Hong Kong Disneyland or the one in Paris? Tokyo Disney. Is it Tokyo? Is it Tokyo or is it Hong Kong? I don't know. No, I don't know. It's probably a Tokyo one, but I think there's one in Hong Kong too. I think so. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, on with the show. On with the show. Uh, people that are buying these yes. are interested in taking them home. Yes, they and are. And when they live interstate or abroad, yes. you need to take them on the plane. Now, can you see where I'm going with this? The issue being that, you, as we know, <coughs> you can't take weapons onto planes, whether that is checked or carry-on. If you have something that goes through an x-ray machine and comes across like it is a thermal detonator or a hand, hand grenade, grenade, do you think that's going to fly with an airline? I don't <laughs> think so. So You just said fly <laughs> with an airline. Oh, that's funny. I didn't mean to say that. Well, okay. Well, sorry, I should say, do you think you'll fly with an airline? Do you think that'll fly with it? <laughs> if you have a thermal detonator in your bag? No. The answer is no. You'll fly it, won't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You will be on that flight. Your thermal detonator will be at the airport in the bin. Ah, you may say it is just a drink. It is just a drink. True. Coke. More than just a drink. It is just a beverage of some kind. That is true. It's made of plastic. It's sure. that flavor explosion. <laughs> However, something in the shape of a thermal detonator does not fly. Literally. Literally <laughs> does not fly. It won't fly. Do we know which airlines have actually said no? Uh, I believe it was someone from Delta. Um, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, created the, or, or released the kind of, um, yep. the, spoke to the media. Yep. However, it was also the TSA refused Interesting. as well. So it's less the airline, more the TSA said, nope. <laughs> <laughs> even oh, if an airline, dear. even if an airline agrees to it, you won't be getting it through. So how do you get it home? R tie it to a string and hang it out the side of the plane. No, really, drive it there or put it on a boat. Unfortunately, yeah, I think put it on a boat. 
Which, if you live inter uh, live interstate, that may be an issue unless there's a river there. Yeah. Uh, if you live abroad, it's yeah, more convenient. Yeah. Unless you live somewhere like Germany, where you'd have to somehow, it's landlocked basically. Well, it's not. It's not landlocked. What's landlocked? Switzerland. You'd yeah, have to somehow get into is. Switzerland. <laughs> I don't know how you would. Jeez. Up a creek. Yeah, that's Disney. Don't worry, guys. That was only a short piece of Disney news. Don't worry. We weren't going to kind of drag you out there. We do have one more piece of news for you, and that is that uh, a fantastic new subscription. <laughs> I say fantastic. Fantastic very, very new subscription service. Uh, yeah, it's uh, along the lines of Netflix, Disney Plus, and Stan. However, it is different from those as it well. It is, yes. What makes it different, Drew? It's free. That's right. Now, this is this is a free <laughs> Can you hear the, uh, the inverted commas? Yeah, it's free because there's ads on there. What's that like? That's like television? I think it is. Is that what they call it? Yeah. Now, look, I know that you do get to... Tubi. I think they just spelled telly wrong. Tubby. looks like tubby. T-U-B-I. Tubby. Tubby. Tubi. You get to choose to be when... Advised. To be advised. Oh, clever. You get to choose when you get to watch things. So, sure, it does differ from television. But... So, it's pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, or don't pay-per-view. <laughs> There's there's another issue with this as well. So, again, there were two catches. First catch, you yep. have to watch ads. It's about four minutes of ads per hour of streaming. Um, it's a little bit like watching 7 Play, 10 Plus, CBS All Access, free version, you know, that Ooh. sort of thing. Um, the other catch is that it doesn't have a lot of A-grade content. No. Um, in fact, to name the A-grade content, it basically stretches as far as... Uh, Blue Witch Project, Res Reservoir Dogs, and uh, Stronger Than uh, Stranger Than F Stronger Stranger Than Fiction Stranger Than Fiction and Three Ten to Yuma. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, that's that's the right. extent of their yeah. their A grade stuff. They do have a lot of B grade stuff, and I'll r rattle off the best ones. Please do. These are the best ones. Repeat the best. There's Titanic Two. Just let that sink in for a minute. That's not James Cameron's Titanic. Let this that is Titanic sink two. in. Remembering that the Titanic sank, hence the pun. Yeah. Um, remember there was the film series, I think there were five films in the series called Paranormal Activity. Well, this is Paranormal Entity. Ooh. I don't know what the hell that is, but I don't know how you could get away with making something so ridiculous. And, you know, we've all heard of Pacific Rim, but have you seen... Atlantic Rim? That's mm, right. Yeah. Because the Pacific can't have all the fun. Uh, there's straight out of Oakland. Because, yeah, the NWA surely had some brothers in Oakland. Yeah, surely. Uh, there's San Andreas Quake. Now, not <laughs> not the film with the rock in it called San, San Andreas. Andreas. This is San Andreas Quake. Um, there's Going to America. Not... <laughs> Not, not the film with Eddie Murphy in it. <laughs> coming to America. Not coming to America. Going, going to, to America. America. And then there's also one. I think this is based around the film series that we quite like, which is The Conjuring and the Annabelle series. Yes, I believe um, so. This this one is called Mandy the Haunted Doll. So not Annabelle, but Ooh. Mandy. Uh, look. Look. They've tried really hard, I think, but also not very hard. They don't get all. points for trying. <laughs> no, definitely despite the not. Fact that they may have tried fairly hard. They haven't done a good job. No, <laughs> just, not, they, to, 
They've done a poor job. I'm not even going to distinguish it with any swearing. To be honest, I may give this one a miss. To be. Yeah, I'm... Actually, no, I say that, but it's free. <laughs> Apparently, there's no subscription. Like, you don't need to sign up to anything. You can just go on it and press play. I'm really tempted to see what Titanic 2 is like, what Paranormal Entity is like. What I don't care about Atlantic Rim because I didn't like Pacific Rim. Straight out of Oakland? Oakland? Like, those are the ones... That, and Mandy the Haunted Doll. I want to see what those ones are like. I really want to watch them. You watch them and then you can tell me how bad they are while I sit and wait for my Disney Plus subscription. Yes, Disney Plus I'm excited about. Yes. Absolutely, I'm excited about that. So soon as well. I know, it's coming up really fast. Oh. Rocketing up to pain. us. Uh, yeah, of course. So that, that that's that's Tubi. I think that we should give that a miss. Um, just before we move it on to our sick end of the week, I just want to say happy birthday to my mother. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. When this goes up today on Thursday, the 29th, it was yesterday. So happy birthday, mum. Woo! Um, and now, Drew, our favorite segment of the show. Of yes. course, if you would like to be on the show, make sure you reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram or SoundCloud or something like that. And we'll get to the message and or talk to us in person, carry a pigeon, anything like that. Um, you know the drill. Send us mail. Yep. That sort of thing. But yes, of course, if you do wind up coming on the show, <laughs> you stand a very good chance at receiving the most prestigious of awards, the ever wonderful, ever fantastic, ever fictional Sick Kent of the Week. Of course. Now, this week's Sick Kent of the Week, we have decided, we have awarded it, in fact. Um, a, a wonderful video that we stumbled upon earlier today. Yes. Uh, um, it's captioned. What's its caption, Drew? This person's drone battery running out is the epic blockbuster movie of the year. Now, to describe this clip for you, we'll make sure you put it on our, um, our Facebook, Facebook page. Basically, someone's got a drone and it's out over a river or a pond or, or a lake or something like that. Mm. Um, the footage is just filming them as they stand on the, the, the bank of the river uh, as their drone slowly lowers itself towards the water. You can see it descending nice and slow. Now, it feels like it's just kind of like... Batteries running yeah, out. Yeah, it looks like it's fantastically filmed footage, just getting a nice mm. low shot. Then you realise, hang on, the person's jumped into the water and they're very quickly... <laughs> Panicking. <laughs> very quickly running and then swimming yep. towards this drone as it starts to get a little bit too close to the water's edge. By the way, it's got fantastic Enya playing in the background there. It does. It just goes perfectly. I think it's well-timed. Can you hit play? I just I want to watch it again. Your volume's... Your volume's on. Let's... Oh, oh, we're going to do it with it on? Okay. No, okay. We're going to do it with the volume down. I don't want to yeah. copyright claim either. Yeah. But so... Uh... But let's just look at this. Analyze it. Look, they've run over a bridge. They're quickly jumping down the There's ledge. some sort of panic. Oh, no. They slid down the ledge. He's in the water. He's, he's running. running. He's scattering the birds. He's now dived and started swimming. It's gone too swimming. deep. He's, he's swimming. swimming. He's, he's going. going. Come he's on. Going. He's yeah. going. He's yeah. going. Yeah. to get it? It's at the water. He got it. It is literally. His a, hand is shaking. It's, it's literally a hand's width above the, the horizon too. Like he just got there it's in time. Fantastic. That is though. amazing. It is just. It Fan is bloody tastic. And even knowing that he gets there, oh. it doesn't matter. It is so intense. You can't believe that he'll get there. How it's did he so do it? satisfying. But he did it. So, to our unknown friend who caught his drone and gave us the most marvellous video of the week, thank you. 
and congratulations. You are this week's Sick Kent of the Week. Absolutely you are. As always then, Drew, that brings us to the end of our uh, pokey little podcast. It does indeed. We haven't called it that for a long time. No, it's been a while. But, but that's, it is what it is. This is episode 103? We're at that point already. It's 103. It is 103. Jeez. Wow. Oh, that means that next week, Drew... Oh, look at this. For the first time... Wow. For the first time ever, we've actually remembered something. Yes. <laughs> we normally... This think, is a miracle. We normally think about it after <laughs> we've finished recording the week before and then go, okay, remember next week to bring it up, the special thing, and then yep. forget about that. Next week is episode 104. It is indeed. 104 is our two... Our second birthday. Yeah, yeah. Two-year anniversary... Second birthday. I like that. We have the maturity of a two-year-old podcast. Absolutely. And the maturity of a two-year-old. <laughs> Absolutely. It's true. Yep. But I anyway, can't believe it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, two years. Two years of Kent and the Steering Team. We'll, we'll talk about that next week, I'm sure. Some yeah, sort of I think we'll reminisce. Maybe go over a few past episodes oh, again. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, sounds good. Maybe. Dive into the early ones, why don't we? <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> early ones? <laughs> Nothing exists before episode 36 or something. Yes, something like that. Um, but anyway, as always, thank you very much for being on the show. Yes, thank you, Mr. Phil. I'm very, 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 very happy to be here, as always. Thank you for listening, everyone. As always. Yep. Yep.